Yud Aleph Adar Bet Tufshin Ayin Vav. Coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
Yoram Gaon, ach, eze, yom yafe, what a beautiful day. Welcome one and all on this beautiful day to the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. We are here on the Nachum Siegel Network each and every Monday. We're here live, 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 every, every Monday, <laughs> immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM uh, Eastern Time. Right now it's 3 p.m. Israel Time, but as of next week we'll be back to 4 p.m. Israel Time. That's the usual seven-hour difference. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have um, a great show ahead. You can hear us, uh, in addition to the live stream, you can hear us via archives, both on NachumSiegel.com and on the NachumSiegel Network app, uh, and by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes. You can do all those things. If you're not sure how or what, you can always email us. Excuse me, Mayor, M-E-I-R at NachumSiegel.com, Mayor at NachumSiegel.com, our Facebook page, which currently has 364 likes. We continue to grow, and we thank you all. Our Facebook page is Facebook.com slash The Israel Show. And you can tune in also on the phone, as my Ima does. Every week, 605-562-4400, 605 Zero zero and in Israel zero seven two 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 four two seven nine two zero seven two 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 four two seven nine two. That's it. Uh, Perm is coming up on Thursday. We'll do a quick uh, Perm selection here, and then we'll tell you uh, the amazing life story of Meir Dagan, who passed away uh, on Thursday, last Thursday night. Um, here is Igal Bashan with Ahavat Hadassah. Hadassah, he is there. My name is Maya Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Talk go la pe amai 
Gal Bashan, with one of my favorites, Ahavat Hadassah. It's a um, old piyut. I don't remember who wrote it. Maybe Shalom Shabazi. I don't remember. I shouldn't say. We'll look it up and we'll we'll let you know. But um, I always think about it. Purim time, Ahavat Hadassah, Hadassah he Esther. Esther, uh, like like many uh, people in Chutzlaretz who live in um, amongst the. Uh, culture of the Gentiles have two names. They have a Hebrew name and a quote-unquote secular name, or an English name as we say in America. So Esther's Gentile name, or, or English name, or Persian name, if you will, in those days was Esther. And uh, it uh, is from the Persian Ishtar, as Mordechai was from Marduk. Her Hebrew name was Hadassah. Ahavat Hadassah. My name is Mayor. My name is Mayor Weingarten. I don't have an English name. I have a lovely Jewish name. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. This is an amazing story. Late at night, back in the 1970s, a boat landed on the coast of Gaza, which was... uh, back then in Israel's control. But a few soldiers, dressed like Palestinians, got off the boat. They presented themselves as terrorists, and they were asked, who had been sent from Lebanon, I should say, and asked to meet the head of the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, PFLP, which was one of the uh, terrorist groups that um, did a lot, a lot of damage to Israel. And someone, one of the Arabs that uh, found them on the coast, brought this group of terrorists from the coast to the um, central headquarters of the PFLP. The commander, the forces commander, said, we came for a work meeting, and uh, we were sent from Lebanon, and the leaders of the PFLP in Gaza detailed the planned terror attacks, that um, the upcoming terror attacks to their guests. At a certain point, the commander signaled to his people that the time had come, the group whipped out their guns and eliminated the senior terrorist leaders in in the Gaza Strip before they even knew what was happening. And the daring officer that led that raid was named Meir Dagan. He passed away on Thursday. 
General Meir Dagan, he died of cancer, after a life devoted to the security of the State of Israel and uh, the Jewish people. And he is yet another one of those people that in his life's story, we also find the miracle that is the past hundred years, if you will, of Jewish history. I, I was amazed to find out that Meir Dagan was born on on a train. Is that unbelievable? Now you would say, why is someone believe born on a train? No, no, this was a train that his parents were on as they were running away in January of 1945 from Poland to the Soviet Union to get away from the Nazis. And Mayor Dagan was almost symbolically, I would say, born running away from the enemies of the Jewish people. At the end of his life, the last official post he had was Hedem Osad. We'll talk about that more later. But I found it fascinating that he was born as a Jew who was being hunted. And he died as a Jew who hunted down the evil, the enemies of Israel. And I think that that is something that we have to remember. In one person, born literally running away from the enemies of Israel, from those who wanted to kill him just because he was a Jew, dies in a sovereign state of Israel where he was the head of the Mossad, a nuclear power. It's, it's amazing on so many different fronts. And surely on the week of Purim, when we think back about the story of uh, the Jewish people in Shushan, in Persia, how they were at the mercy of their enemies, and how God intervened back then to save them, and how God has taken us in one generation, in the lifetime of this one man, from running away on the train to chasing and hunting down our enemies. The, uh, so he was born, as we said, in 1945. They came to Israel, his family did, in 1950. He grew up in a, like one of these ma'abarot um, um, that they set up and then eventually moved to a city in 60... He joined the army in 1963. Listen to this. He was an officer in the paratroopers brigade in the Six-Day War. He was then a commander of the Ramon Brigade. That's what we spoke about before in Aza. That did these in, insanely unbelievable counterintelligence uh, missions. Um, he, his leg was injured. His jeep went over a mine as he was serving, and his leg was injured. Um, he received a medal... Medal of Honor, Medal of Valor, after jumping on a terrorist who was about to throw a grenade. He was the commander of a special reconnaissance unit under Ariel Sharon during the Yom Kippur War. So he served in the Six-Day War, in the War of Attrition, in the Yom Kippur War. In the Lebanon War, he commanded an armored brigade, and he finished his army career as a general, major general, 
And finally, and most famously, is the head of the Mossad, a position he held for eight years. And while he survived all the wars and the battles and the operations, he could not survive the cancer any longer. He did a lot. Now, he is most famous for being the head of the Mossad. That's the truth. And as head of the Mossad, he reinvigorated a depressed Mossad. He refocused it. He put that great emphasis on the uh, Iran nuclear program, which was which was um, Ariel Sharon's focus as well. Ariel Sharon is the one who appointed him to be the head of Mossad. We, uh, you know, we can only guess that Mayor Dagan's Mossad had something to do with the many mishaps that had crippled the uh, Iran nuclear development, whether in their in the computers, the viruses the parts for the various machinery that kept going bad and the coincidental quote-unquote death of many of the top scientists in the Iran program while all are denied of course the Mossad will always deny that they had anything to do with it however there is no question that they were responsible in a great way and and he as the head of the Mossad who came up with amazing ingenious ideas was responsible for that as well uh, we posted on our Facebook page facebook.com slash the Israel show last week upon his uh, upon his death um, a picture that very symbolically he kept with him all the time he says and he when he joined the Mossad when he became the head of the Mossad he had it on the wall and whenever foreign dignitaries would come or heads of other um, bureaus would come, intelligence bureaus would come from other countries. He would show them this picture. Now, I'm going to try and describe it to you if you want to see it. It is on the Facebook page. It was widely published in Israel. It's a picture of um, a little Jewish shtetl. Jews are being rounded up in one corner of the picture on a Nazi um, following them, and then in, in the, that's in the background. In the foreground, you see a Jew with payas, with a beard. I believe he's wearing a talit. I'm not sure. Um, he is sitting on another Jew. That's what the Nazis would do to to to, to debase the Jewish people. They they would make them do all kinds of things to each other. And so this Jew is sitting on a Jew that is crouching down. His his fists are raised in the air. And two Nazis, two young Nazis, are watching with joy as these Jews are, are, are being humiliated. And several minutes after that, the, uh, the Jews were shot. And the Jew who is on top with his hands raised was Mayor Dagan's maternal grandfather. His name was Ber Dovber. Ehrlich. And Mayor Dagan used to show that picture of the Jew, the helpless Jew, in front of the Nazis, who was shot, his grandfather, and would say, this is what motivates me. This is the engine that makes us move forward all the time, whether it's in the battle against the Arabs, whether it's a battle against Iran seeing that picture of his grandfather murdered by the Nazis was something that he kept in front of him all the time. Here's a clip of him telling this uh, a few years ago, not long ago, at a rally. 
And you can literally hear him crying. He was already very sick. You can hear him crying as he's say, telling about how he kept this picture with him all the time and, ha- and, and had it hanging in his office. This is the voice of the late Mayor Dagan uh, telling about the picture that he had hanging in his office. <laughs> נשבעתי שזה לא יחזור. אני מקווה ומאמין שעשיתי ככל יכולתי לקיים את ההבטחה הזאת. I swore, he said, I swore that this will never happen again, and I believe that I've done everything that's in my power to make sure that that oath is, is confirmed and carried out. Meir Dagan died at the age of 71. Yehi Zichro Baruch. Dudaim with Mordechai Yatzam Lefnei Melch, very Israeli Purim song. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Speaking of Purim, uh, this coming Thursday, if you're listening before, I will be uh, filling in for Nachum Siegel over at JM in the AM as I do every year. And you are all invited to join us for all or part of the show. It's a uh, Purim celebration that is always fun. We have um, great Purim music, comedy segments, whatever you like. Whatever I like, I guess, would be more appropriate. Um, and and uh, there's a footnote or a PS to the Mayor Dagan story, and it's not about Mayor Dagan per se. 
as much as it is about the Israeli media. Um, the the uh, great investigative reporter, columnist, and, and radio personality, Kalman Liebskind, wrote in Ma'ariv a wonderful essay in which he compared the media's coverage of Mayor Dagan over two periods of time. You see, when Mayor Dagan left the Mossad, Benjamin Netanyahu was Prime Minister. And, at the time, it was said that Benjamin Netanyahu and Ehud Barak were planning an Israeli attack on the Iranian nuclear reactors. This attack never took place. Whether it was real or not, I don't know. And I guess we will eventually find out one day whether Barack and Netanyahu in fact intended on carrying out a military strike against Iran. The strike never took place for several reasons. One of them is that the Israeli military and the Israeli intelligence forces were all against it. All. And ultimately pressured the political level, Barack Netanyahu, not to carry it out. Another reason it didn't take place, by the way, was because the United States reportedly said to Israel, Barack Obama's uh, administration, led by uh, President Obama, reportedly told the Israelis that if they do carry out such an attack, if the American uh, military is able to track the Israeli planes, they, the U.S., will shoot down Israel's planes that are en route to attacking Iran. That's, that's a rather amazing, amazing piece of news. Anyway, back to Dagan. So after he left the Mossad and after this whole fight took place, Dagan became a very, very vocal critic of uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu. Very vocal. And he continued to be critical of him until he died. And Kalman Lipskin, the, the uh, reporter, shows in his article how previous to his turning against Netanyahu, Dagan, Mayor Dagan, was not only not a darling of the Israeli media, he was vilified by the Israeli media. They constantly attacked him, especially Idiota Hornot, constantly attacked him, constantly said that he's not good, that he's not handling the Mossad well, that they're not doing their job, that he's a failure, that he's too, too crazy, he's too gun-trigger uh, uh, happy, and so uh, constantly. And then, if you look at the news coverage from the period of time after he turned against Netanyahu, suddenly he's the greatest, he's the best, he was fantastic, he was amazing, he was ingenious, he was... F- and that was the coverage now after his death in most of the Israeli media. He was the best, he was ingenious, he was fantastic, he was great. Why? Because he spent the last two years or so of his life, or maybe a little more, um, attacking Netanyahu publicly. It is amazing. And by the way, the same thing happened with Ariel Sharon. Until Ariel Sharon uh, came to the, um, started the, the whole, um, disenga- what they call disengagement, but basically the uh, expulsion from Gaza, 
He was the crazy right-wing, trigger-happy, militaristic prime minister of Israel. That's the way the media looked at him. From the minute he announced that he's going to do this unilateral pullback from Aza, suddenly he was great, he was a visionary, he was a man of peace, he was a leader, he was fantastic, and, and his whole public persona changed. And that is the power of the media, and it's scary because we see it here in America, and we see it in Israel, how a person can go from being literally the, I mean, not literally, but being the, the devil to, going to, to being a saint because of his political leanings and how the, all the media, almost all the media, get together and, uh, and, and convey that story. And that, quite frankly, is, uh, is a very scary thing and just reminds us again how important it is for us to be involved in the media, whether it, not even as much in reacting to media, although that is very important, but that we need to get young people from of our point of view into the media, as they've done in Israel a lot, and we need to do more of that. Um, Danny Sanderson of Pugi and Gazos and Doda fame uh, put out a new song. It's called La Hatzila Ta'olam. It's got a typical Sanderson plays on words and all that, um, re- repeating the refrain, Today I'm finally ready to save the world. But first, somebody's got, got to save me. Here it is, debuting on the Israel Show, Danny Sanderson, My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm 
Brand new, Donny Sanderson debuting here on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thanks for joining us on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. I was in Harlan Park for Shabbat and um, sitting around the table, people were talking about the need to see ahead how the situation in America is really deteriorating. And uh, somebody around the table said, we need to all open up a file with Nefesh Benefesh. <laughs> Have it ready. Not a joke. They are the organization that has made Aliyah an in thing. And it's made it possible for a lot of people who, who wouldn't have contemplated Aliyah to make Aliyah. Because they help, first of all, with money. If, if you need financial aid, they will help you to make the process affordable for you. They help with employment resources, assistance with government absorption. They do everything in order to make every person's aliyah as successful as possible. Mentioned many times about their charter flights. You should go online to their website, see what they have to offer, but also see, take a look at the amazing thing they do with these uh, charter flights. You can see the ceremony for the olim chadashim that are coming. It's amazing. So please, do visit their website and do start thinking about making Aliyah. www.nbnnefeshbenefesh.org.il nbn.org.il And The Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. Okay, here's a new, uh, let's see, are we going to go to this one? Yeah, may as well. Let's do that. This is a, um, a duet of Amiran, Amiran Devere and uh, the famous Arik Sinai, uh, what we would call a secular musician, but doing what many secular musicians in Israel are doing these days, over the many years already, I should say. Um singing songs that are from our Mikorot, our sources. Here it is, debuting it here as well. Esa Einai, Amir, Amiran Devir and Arik Sinai. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Show me, 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 show me,
That's beautiful, and obviously those who are into Israeli music will recognize that very deep bass voice of uh, Arik Sinai. Esai Nael Harim debuting here on The Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you for joining us on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have another debut coming up, a Rami Kleinstein debut with Karen Pellis called Toda, or Toda Lecha Olam. A couple of uh, quick things here. Uh, thank you to everybody who contributed to the Jame and the Aim Marathon. Jame and the Aim is, is the engine that keeps us going, um, the engine behind the whole Nachum Siegel Network, and it is crucial for uh, us to be able to uh, raise enough funds so that um, we can continue on all the different fronts. Um, I was supposed to be in, uh, I wasn't in that much this year, but I was supposed to be in the second Thursday. I was in the first Thursday, second Thursday reading pledges and mentioned that on our show and on the website, on our Facebook page. But I got sick, unfortunately, and I couldn't make it on Thursday. I understand that there were pledges in honor of the Israel show, and um, I thank each and every one of you uh, for, for doing that. I uh, can't do it personally, obviously, but I do it through these... Uh, airwaves, if you will, and uh, I am humbled and greatly appreciative by uh, your your show of support. And on a totally different subject, showing support, you may remember a few uh, weeks ago that an American who was visiting Israel was murdered by an Arab terrorist in Yafo. His name was Taylor Force, F-O-R-C-E, uh, army vet, a U.S. army vet, uh, who served in Afghanistan, I believe in uh, Iraq as well. He uh, was studying in college, I think for a, post, uh, a post-college degree, was in Israel as part of a group from the uh, university and uh, was killed by an Arab, by an Arab terrorist, murdered, cold blood, by the way, uh, within a mile of where 
Vice President Biden and Shimon Peres were meeting, you know, talking, I'm sure they were talking about peace. Rabbi Goldberg from Boca posted on his Facebook page, and I shared it, the following. Please consider making a Kiddush Hashem and sending a letter of condolence and support to the parents of Taylor Force, who was murdered by terrorists while visiting Israel. These, these, um, this is not a Jewish family. And um, there's no question that it would be very, very beautiful if we all took out a few minutes and wrote a letter to the, the parents just sharing our feelings of uh, sadness and condolences with them. Uh, I will post the address on the Facebook page. I'll give it here for people who don't have access to the Facebook page. It's uh, Stuart and Robbie Force. It's S-T-U-A-R-T and Robbie, R-O-B-B-I, Force, F-O-R-C-E, 515 Buffalo Head Drive, B-U-F-F-L-E-H-E-A-D, B-U-F-F-L-E-H-E-A-D, Buffalo Head Drive, Johns Island, South Carolina, S-C, Johns Island, South Carolina, 29455, 29455. I think it's a beautiful thing. I will be joining those who do that. And uh, it is, yeah, Akedash Hashem. It, it, it is a beautiful thing that we can do, and that is one of the m- big goals that the Jewish people have in this world, is to make Akedash Hashem. As Rabbi Liebtag usually says, we are God's PR agents. Um, as promised... A brand new song by uh, Rami Kleinstein. This is done together with Karen Pellis. And it's called Toda. What's interesting, it is, you know, we, we usually thank God for all the good things. He doesn't use the word God. He says Olam, although we know he's sort of becoming more spiritual, maybe closer to religion over the past uh, few years. In this song, he says, thank you for the adversities that you've given me, because they make me a better person. Thank you for the thorns you've put on the way, so to speak, and uh, how all those things have um, strengthened me and made me a better person. Here is uh, Karen Pellis and Rami Kleinstein with Toda. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. תודה לך עולם, תודה שהבאת אותי לכאן. בסיר הזה המבעבע, המעלה עשן. על הדרכים הנכונות שהולכת אותי ולא בחרתי. על ים האהבה ששפכת בי וכמעט טבעתי. תודה לך עולם, תודה שהבאת אותי לכאן.
Rami Kleinstein and Karen Pellis with Toda, brand new debuting here on The Israel Show. You know, rock stars like Rami Kleinstein, sports stars, celebrities, celebs. Uh, we live in a generation where they, they become idols and role models of so many kids and, and adults, I guess. And wouldn't it be great if all of them would act like role models, <laughs> would be true role models. Unfortunately, very often, they are the opposite of a true role model. Well, in Israel, thankfully, we have so many artists who, um, some some of whom, by the way, like the one we're about to talk about, um, our Chosrim B'Tshuva have uh, returned to uh, their traditional lifestyle, We've spoken about the Banai family. Uh, this is a, a super talented family throughout the generations who have been um, in, in the forefront of Israeli music. Ehud Banai. This came to my attention yesterday. Ehud Banai posted on his Facebook page last week that it was late at night. He was coming out of uh, a, a performance of his from the backstage uh, exit. There's a producer who's rushing him along, saying there's a taxi waiting. Hurry up, get into the taxi. We have to go. And um, 
group of people were waiting, asking for pictures, selfies. They used to ask for autographs. Now it's selfies. Uh, take a picture with the artist. And um, he did. He took pictures with uh, each of them. It seems to be um, something that the artists have gotten used to already. And as he finished and he goes out a little further towards the street, there's a, a young girl who's standing there and asking uh, also for a selfie. And the producer uh, says, no, no, we don't have time. I'm sorry, we have to run. Uh, the taxi's waiting. And um, and so he, he says, uh, I, I'm, as, as he's walking, sort of like being put, I'm sorry, I, I really have to go. And he leaves and he get, gets home, gets on the, in the taxi, gets home. And then he says, and suddenly it hits me and, and, and I feel very bad. Why didn't I take out the extra 30 seconds and take a picture with her? You know, so the taxi driver would have waited. He says, I, I don't remember exactly what she looked like. I know she was she was small and she was cute and she had uh, brown hair and a uh, serious look on her face. She could have been my, my daughter, writes Ehud Banai. And then he finishes off the post like this. Belel Shabbat Achrei Kiddush on Friday night after Kiddush. Ani noheg v'shloach v'racha b'derech ha'avir livnotai shegarot b'tzfon ha'aretz. I, I send a, a bracha, you know, you bless your children on Friday night. He sends the bracha through the air, so to speak. He thinks about his daughters who live in the north, uh, northern Israel, and he sends them a bracha through the, uh, through the air, telepathically, if you will, you know, as a joke. Um, so he says, As ilach almonit. So please know, you anonymous girl, Shishalachti bracha gamlach, that I'm sending you on Friday night, I sent you a bracha as well instead of the picture. And I thought that's so nice. You think about how much patience one needs to endlessly be stopped and asked for pictures and autographs and everything, and while everybody knows that this is what makes the star the star, if you will, it must be difficult to do. And not only does he do it, but then in the one case where he was being rushed by somebody else, he, he apologizes. And I thought that's such a beautiful thought. And then it was called to my attention that I should look at the uh, replies to that post. And there are hundreds of replies. This is unbelievable. Hundreds of replies in which people tell stories of the menschlichkeit, of the beautiful behavior of this artist, singer, Ehud Banai. One writes that 17 years ago, he remembers this, 17 years ago he called Ehud Banai and asked if he would come to sing at an evening in memory of a friend who died, who was killed in the Lebanon War. Because this friend liked Ehud Banai's music very much. So they asked, would, would he be willing to come? So, he writes, and you immediately said, yes, absolutely, I'll come sing. And we went and we picked you up, another, me and another friend. He remembers everything. We went to your house in Ramat Gan, we picked you up. And when we came to the hall, you saw the pictures, there were big pictures of this friend who was killed, his name was Noam. You saw the pictures of Noam in the, in the hall, you said that you remember his face from performances of yours. He was a big fan of Ehud Banai, and, and he, 
before he was killed, he used to go to these performances, and Ehud Benai recognized his face of this young man who was killed in Lebanon, who we now, by chance, is coming to sing at his uh, at, at at a memorial for him. And he got up. This is the way the person is describing, and you sang a few songs in his memory. And when you finished, I came over and and I suggested that I, we would take you back home. And you, Ehud Banai, he writes, asked if you could stay for the rest of the evening and listen to Noam's friends tell about him and his life. You spoke, and then at the end of the evening, you yourself spoke about what a special person he was. And the the poster writes, "Toda Ehud shenagata beleva shavur shalanu bnei ha'isrim." Thank you, Ehud Banai, that you touched our hearts, the broken hearts of the twenty-something-year-olds in that hall. That's just one. There are so many responses, and you say to yourself, "Wow, look how something that could be negative and could be positive depends how you use it." Here's a, a rock star, a music star, Ehud Banai who's using his fame to touch people's hearts, to, to bring people to a higher level, to a higher madriga. We're going to end off this uh, show, this edition of the Israel Show, uh, as it is close to Purim, with <laughs> the Gimzu Blues Band that have put to music a medrash that appears in Masechet Megillah, a Zayin, about Rava and Rabbi Zeira. Very famous story. They were having a Purim Suda together. They got drunk. The Gemara says that Rava got up and shechted Rabbi Zerah. He, he slaughtered him. He killed him. The next day, he asked for mercy and he was able to bring him back to life. I have to assume this story is not supposed to be taken literally. The next year, the next year, Rava invited Rav Zera for a Purim Surah as well. Amar Le Rav said to him, Hey, you know, can't have a miracle every year. That's the way the story ends. Somebody posited this week in Yidiot that maybe it's just a Purim joke. It's a cute joke. Like, you know, you're asking me for a Purim Surah another year? Yeah, no, 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 no. You don't get miracles every year. Don't know, or it's a medrash that has some meaning. I, I don't know if it's to be taken literally or not, but uh, the Gimzu Blues Band does a really nice job at um, at putting it to music, and we're going to end off with that. Not before we thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network... Encore presentations of Eternal Flame with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, followed by headlines with David Lichtenstein. And then, the great Monday music mix. I'll be filling in for Nachum on Purim over at JM and the AM. Please join us on Thursday. Until next Monday, following JM and the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.
ורבי זיירה. ארדוס ועודת פורים בהדי הדדי. הדי הדדי. רבא ורבי זיירה. בהדי הדדי. רבא ורבי זיירה. ארדוס ועודת פורים בהדי הדדי. תפילה כבר למחרת בבוקר, מבקש רחמים, ורבי זיירה קם לתחייה. איזה יופי. והזמן עובר. הדר מתחלף בניסן, תמוז מתחלף באב, חולף לו הקיץ, חולף לו הסתיו, ושוב מגיע פורים. ניגש רבא לרבי זיירה ואומר לו, רבי זיירה! מי תימר ונעביץ סעודת פורים בהדי הדדי כמו בשנה שעברה שזה אומר בוא שוב לביתי רבי זיירה ונאכל ונשתה ונתבשם עד אלו ידע נתבשם בהדי הדדי רבי זיירה, רבי זיירה מביט ברבה, ובראשו חופים מאורעות פורים דאשתקד, והוא אומר לו, לא בכל שעתה ושעתה איתרח איש ניסה. שזה אומר במילים אחרות, ידידי רבה, אני השנה חוגגת פורים לגמרי לבד, בטח שלא איתך, ולא עם אף אחד, לא לא, ולא בשום 